0: Hello and welcome to Remotely Working, the podcast where we discuss productivity, intentional living, health, and leadership for remote workers, with the goal of helping you integrate your life and work well. My name is Justin DeRose, your host and the founder of Effective Remote Work. Today we're talking about the power of routines, but first let's define what a routine is. A routine is something or a set of things that you do on a regular occurrence. Getting up, going to the bathroom, showering, brushing your teeth, getting dressed is a typical morning routine for a lot of people. Many of us, myself included, also have routines that we just fall into. These are ones that we weren't necessarily very intentional with constructing in our lives. Maybe it's watching Netflix with a beer and ice cream every night. Or maybe it's waking up and checking your phone for the latest notifications or news right away, right when you wake up. Routines are powerful. They often keep you on track throughout the day, week, or month. And at the very least, they give you anchor points in your day. But routines are at the most powerful in your life when they are intentional, purposeful, and point you in the right direction. Intentional because you're choosing what your routine looks like. Purposeful because the routine has meaning to you. And points you in the right direction because the routine helps you move the needle or stay on track with your goals and where you want to go and what you need in life. What can intentional routines look like then? Well, many productivity gurus will tell you, wake up at 5 a.m., write first thing in the morning, spend Sunday as a planning day, look at email only once a day, but not all of these gurus have families. Not all of these gurus have a jobby job, a normal job where they have to get up and go to work from eight o'clock to 5 p.m. Many of these gurus are single, self-employed business owners trying to find the magic recipe for success. So if you have a family, If you have a normal jobby job, these routines that people are talking about might not work for you. That is okay. You don't have to replicate anyone else's routine, workflow, or life. If your family wakes up every day at 9 o'clock because you can, then great. Mold your routine around that. Or if you need to be at work from 7 a.m. in the morning to 7.30 at night, but you're only working two days a week, mold your routine around that. If you're a night owl, don't feel like you have to get up at 5 a.m. because some YouTube video said that that's what Jeff Bezos does, so you should too if you want to be successful. The truth is, the important thing to do is what works for you. Now, on the flip side of that, you may benefit from doing something different. If you're a night owl, but you've been struggling working from 7 to 9 p.m., try working earlier. Try getting up a little earlier in the day, going to bed a little earlier. Maybe you'll find something different. Or, like I have found, I was going for a walk generally at two o'clock in the afternoon because that's my time of day where I need a break to do something different, where my mind is just kind of mush. But I started walking before I work in the morning and actually what I have found there is that's been more effective for me. My metabolism gets going, my head is clearer, my thoughts are clearer, my plan for the day is clear because I've done something purposeful to begin my day with. So if you're looking at building a routine, here are some tips to get you going. First and foremost, start small. It's really easy to say, I'm going to build a brand new morning routine and then go add exercise, eating a healthy breakfast, reading, meditating, and all sorts of other ideas to your morning routine list. But if you have no momentum, if you're not already going in that direction, that's probably going to be difficult to execute. Building a new routine is essentially building a new habit or set of habits and habits are best built by first starting with the smallest possible chunk you can. So, instead of having this massive list of things you want to do for a morning routine, instead, maybe think a little bit smaller. If you want to build exercise, for example, into your morning routine, start with two minutes of stretching. Then, as you get used to this, slowly build from there. Which leads me into my second tip, build iteratively. I think everything in life benefits from working on it in some iterative fashion. What do I mean? Well, instead of trying to figure it all out up front and have it all laid out perfect and everything is good to go, just pick a starting point. If you start small and start somewhere instead of starting in the perfect spot, you're in a much better position to move forward than trying to get it all figured out up front. Then as time goes on, you can find what works or doesn't work and then tweak at regular intervals. Say stretching is going well for a week and you're feeling ready to add something else. Well, maybe you could next try adding a quick walk to the mailbox and back. Or maybe you could do a couple of sets of exercises with weights. That's something small and iterative. You're not necessarily saying, okay, I've stretched for two minutes, now I'm going to go for a 30-minute run. If you're ready for that, you can do that. But if you're just getting going and you don't have exercise built in your routine and you haven't for a long time or you never have, you need to start somewhere a little bit smaller. It will help you get going and you'll feel a whole heck of a lot better about the process of it instead of feeling so overwhelmed necessarily by the burden of, oh, I just gotta do this thing. Start small and build forward. Or on the flip side of things, maybe making eggs, bacon, and toast as your breakfast isn't something that you're enjoying every morning. Maybe it's taking up too much time or maybe it's just a hassle because you have a lot of extra dishes to clean up with it. Maybe then you could try making something simpler like oatmeal or something a little less involved than that. Or you could prepare something the night before. Something that we've gotten to a routine in our house lately is making a set of breakfast burritos in bulk on Sundays. We'll fry up bacon, eggs, and some vegetables and put them all in tortillas and then freeze them into a burrito wrap, basically, and then take them out throughout the week. It only takes a minute and a half to warm them up in the microwave and it only takes me grand total of a half an hour to get them going on a Sunday. That's a new routine for us, but it's been something that's been a little easier than trying to make eggs and toast and all the like every single morning of the week. Find those little things, set intervals for yourself to say, okay, I'm gonna check in every week or a couple weeks or every month on this thing and then look at it. The key here is commit to what you're doing in the time, but then back up and take a look at it every once in a while to see if there's some things that you can tweak, improve, or if you can add things or remove things. That's iterative building. Third, when you're building a routine, try to find things to do that connect with you. Routines, I've found from personal experience, are much easier to stick with if you find enjoyment in doing them. So if you hate jumping rope, don't do that. But if you love quietly sitting with a book, it helps you unwind or it helps you get your mind clear for the day. Maybe find a space in your routines for that. Lately, I've picked up going for a 20-minute bike ride in the morning. I mentioned that I started exercise before work, and now it's transitioned from walking to biking because while I like walking, I've found that I like biking a whole heck of a lot more. One of the downsides of routines is that they can be a little bit repetitive sometimes. If you keep doing the same bike ride, if you do the same trail or the same path every single time, it can get a little boring. So with that, it's okay to switch things up every once in a while too. If for a couple weeks you want to ride bike and then a couple weeks you want to walk, that's okay. And then you want to pick up biking again or try a different trail or whatnot, do it. It's okay to switch things up. The key is that you're doing something in that same vein of things, but it's something that you're connecting with. If you're no longer connecting with it, evaluate doing something else. Ultimately, I'm trying to find things that I find enjoyable to me that connect me with my overall goals and needs in life. Tip number four, be sure to honor the season of your life that you're in. Prime example here, do not expect to get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning if you have a baby that's under one year old in the house. Generally, that's unreasonable for you to ask of yourself, unless you have to do it for some external reason, say you have to get up for work that early. Nor don't necessarily expect to get a four hour block of deep work in in the morning while working from home if you have kids at home and are working from the kitchen table. It would be nice to be able to do that, and I'm sure there are ways to accomplish deep work in a setting like that. But in order to do that, you might need to be creative or you might need to be okay with maybe doing deep work a little bit later in the day or finding a different routine for you. The point is to honor the season of life that you're in. I struggled with this for years because I kept seeing this ideal version of myself in my mind that was, taken from all of these productivity people and things that I saw online and other people doing. And I wanted to achieve that. But in truth, I was neglecting my current reality. I wanted to get up at five o'clock in the morning with a baby at home. That's something that I wanted to do. That's something that I tried to do. And it was an abysmal failure because I wasn't honoring the season of life that I was in at the time. So recognize where you are and then work with what you're given instead of against it. It's the ability to say, okay, these are the concerns constraints of the current season of my life. And I'm going to embrace those constraints and work with them instead of trying to fight against them or change the constraints. Because sometimes there are constraints in our lives that we cannot change, and therefore our routines have to mold to that. So if we fight against those constraints, we're really just putting more work and stress and strain on ourselves and ultimately going to end up burnt out in that process. But when we embrace the constraints, embrace the realities of our lives with the season of life that we're in, then that is where we can start to get some momentum. Fifth and lastly, remember that routines are not just about being productive. Routines aren't just for getting stuff done. They are also for taking care of you your family, and any other responsibility that you have. For example, a routine my family has gotten into recently is that Saturday is our takeout night. And now we're looking at bringing some kind of a game night into the mix too. The routines in my life for a long time were all about trying to get stuff done, be productive, get my goals done, try to be successful, quote unquote. But as I've gone on in life and moved in this productivity journey that I'm on, I've realized that the more important things to focus on are my health, my relationships, and feeling a sense of satisfaction in my life and being okay with my life. And if I can build routines like a game night or getting takeout with my family and just something that we can enjoy together, that's just as important, in fact, more important than building a routine that helps me accomplish a goal. Do the things that further the needle productively, but also build routines that help keep you and your family healthy physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually too. I hope you found these tips on building powerful, effective routines for your life helpful. If you do, I would love to hear from you. Please send me an email at hello at effectiveremotework.com. That closes out today's episode of Remotely Working. Check out remotelyworking.net to subscribe. Give us feedback by emailing us at hello at effectiveremotework.com. For more free resources designed for remote workers, head over to effectiveremotework.com. My name is Justin DeRose, and this has been Remotely Working.